Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles tonight to 1 Timothy chapter 6 and the 11th and the 12th verse. 1 Timothy 6 verses 11 and 12. But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold of eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Amen. One more scripture. Nehemiah chapter 5 verse 19. Sorry, 6 verse 15. Sorry, 6 verse 15. So, so, the six the 15. so the wall was finished on the 25th day of Elul in 52 days. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tonight I want to title the word, O man of God. Hallelujah. O Devatinda Dasa. Look at two people and say, O man of God. O woman of God. Devatinda Dasi. Hallelujah. Look at. Confidently, I mean, look at this, oh man of God, oh woman of God, hallelujah, amen. It is written 78 times, I want you to listen to me, I just finished one meeting and coming to this meeting, so just bear with me, okay. It is 78 times given in the Bible, the word man of God, how many times? But there is only once. It is used in the New Testament. Only once. And that is when Paul is writing to his spiritual son Timothy. Isn't it amazing that not even Paul or any of the apostles in the Bible were called man of God. Paul said, I know a man who was taken in the heavens. But only the spiritual son Timothy Glory to God. Paul is calling him, oh man of God. How many of you are happy? How many of you Timothys in this house tonight? Anybody who is following a Paul. Hallelujah. Anybody who is taking a direction through a Paul. Anybody who is submitted to the leadership. Hallelujah. Anybody who has dedicated their lives. Hallelujah. To listen to a man of God for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God is calling you, oh man of God. Hallelujah. There are places in the heart of God for Timothy's. How many of you know tonight? Hallelujah. If you are a Timothy serving with a Paul, there is a place for you in the heart of God. How many of you believe that? You are a Timothy. Oh, man of God. That word means, number one, selected and elected for the kingdom of God. Number one, selected and elected for the kingdom of God. That's what it means. Hallelujah. Selected by God, not by man. Selected by God. Man elected Eh? A man called King Saul. Man elected him while he was searching for his father's donkey. 
Somebody said, donkeys elected a donkey. Praise God. Hallelujah. We don't want to select donkeys. We don't want man elected. We want God stamped. God chosen. God elected. Hallelujah. Amen. There are few people in the Bible who was not God elected. Aaron. Moses was chosen by God. He said, I can't speak. He called Aaron. And he built the first calf. Till today it's a problem. Men create problems and it goes on to centuries. God called Abraham. Never a lot. But Abraham said, come, come, come. My little sweetie. I can't live without him. You bring people like that into your life? Hallelujah. Selected and elected by God. There is another man in the Bible. Selected and elected by God. His name was Elijah. He was called in 1 Kings 17 and 18 verse. He was called the man of God. In Malayalam. Hallelujah. They were called Purishan. They were Purishan. Praise the Lord. But in the Malayalam. When it is in the New Testament. It says they were Manishan. To Timothy it says they were Manishan. I will tell you why. Hallelujah. I will tell you in a short while why. When you translate in English, that word man of God in the Old Testament, they were called men of God, where people were anointed and set apart God. People like Elijah, prophets. In the New Testament, they are actually called, oh man, mortal man, ordinary man of God. That's what it means. I'll tell you why. Hallelujah. In 1 Kings 17, 18, he says, Oh, she said, Elijah, what have I to do with you, O man of God? Hallelujah. What a privilege, isn't it? Hallelujah. Elijah was like a man, like one of us. But why was he called man of God? He prayed. Praise the Lord. He prayed. In other words, he prayed when he did not feel like praying. But like one of us. He came to the church when he did not feel like coming to church. He listened to the word when he did not feel like listening to the word. He clapped his hands because God told him to clap. He did not want to clap. He got up from the juniper's tree because an angel came. Like one of you. Like one of me. Thank God he did not have a wife. He could have had marriage problems. Such an angry young man. Sorry, such an angry Buddha. Elijah, what is he heard. God called him man of God. Elijah was a man of God. 2 Kings 4 7. Look at this man. Huh? Elijah prayed and the heavens were opened and shut. Man of God. Man of God. Come on. Elijah in 2 Kings 4 7. I don't want to take too much time on that. But Elijah was called man of God. He brought. Hallelujah. Solutions to people's problem. Miracles over people's problem. He was a man of God. He called miracles. Hallelujah. Look at the privilege. And in the New Testament, he is looking at a young boy and calling a man. Any person who follows a Paul in his life, though he is young, God called him a mature man. Praise the Lord. There is maturity in him. Only people who are mature, hallelujah, can follow, hallelujah, while he is young, hallelujah. Praise God. He's got a humility. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 
to follow a leadership and god is called hey you are so mature you are a man hallelujah hallelujah are you with me church tonight the protégés hallelujah he was empowered to speak to older people oh man of god you are so say call yourself young you are empowered to reach out to people who are older than you i'm prophetically speaking to somebody tonight you don't call yourself young you're prophetically going to be released to speak over people who are more knowledgeable more mature more older hallelujah more skillful hallelujah than you for the glory of jesus christ devathina vaasa vinne kaattu prayallavara arivullavaroda suvishesham parayvan vendi deiva vinne therinjedukudu glory Raja can matter. Go, kings you will speak to. Queens you will speak to. Hallelujah. Look at the privilege. What does that mean? Four meanings. Number one, that which belongs to God and only consecrated to Him. Devathinu vendi mati vachirikinna. Devathinu dasan. That which only belongs to God. He set apart for the Lord. While He was in mother's womb. Samson. was called the nazarene as a boy as a young boy in his mother's womb he was consecrated in a, to god god was an even chassis when you are consecrated unto god hallelujah praise the lord god will be in charge even in your weakness because consecration is in your heart when your heart is consecrated to god you might be weak person but god is still in charge even if you fall you will fall forward to god not backwards that's why bible says he will come back again he will rise again he does not fall into the camp of the enemy hallelujah when the when your heart is given to god that word that grace will flow into your mind into your body into your behavior patterns into your conduct are you here number 2 i i i because i want to go fast it means to represent our god Hallelujah Moses represented Paul represented Hallelujah our God Hallelujah that's why the sons of Skeva cast out the demon and said who are you but when we know Paul he represented God we know Jesus we know Paul Hallelujah number 3 man of God means one who proclaims his glory one who witnesses one who witness to God and tell people Amen So many people today are speaking from their head. How many of you are here witness and tell people? Nee kandada, nee tottada, nee arikinada. Come on somebody tonight. We need to be people who will tell things that we have witnessed. You want to know how to give Jesus to people? Give things that you witnessed. Nee kandada vaadi kaanichu koduka. Nee anubhavichathu kaanichu koduka. How can you counsel uh marriage when your marriage is in rut kandadalle kaanichu kodukkune hallelujah number 4 it means he needs to be fully subject to god to do not what he wants but what god hears that itself is a i will be taking that a little bit on sunday moses did not do anything he had the knowledge of wisdom egyptian all that but he kept hearing and listening to god and only told what god said to tell ഓശക്ക് ഇഷ്ടമുള്ളത് പറഞ്ഞില്ല അവൻ കേട്ടത് മാത്രം ഹിയർ ടു നൈറ്റ് സോ മെനി ഓഫ് ഫസ്റ്റ് യു നോ 
Just because we heard five years back thing that we can say anything and say, God said, God said. No, Moses was learned in the wisdom of Egyptians. He had the wisdom of Egypt. He had seen miracles. He had seen heard priorly. But every time he had to do something, he again went to meet God in the mountain. Again heard. Come on sometime. Just because you have heard it in the past, you cannot say, I heard Lord spoke to me. Hallelujah. Five blessings when God se se uh, selects you. When God selects the five blessings. Or five evidences. Or five evidences they follow. I'm going to take this man in the Bible called Nehemiah. You have to go home and read the book of Nehemiah. I'm taking the, from the book of Nehemiah. Because there's a reason. You see Moses, you see Elijah, you see Elisha, all were in the prophetic offices of God. They were supernaturally anointed. But Nehemiah was a cupbearer. He was in the kitchen of the king. Hallelujah. First blessing, when God selects you, you will feel the burden of God. Amen. Amen. Burden. His heart gets into your heart. Oh, come on somebody tonight. And here is an ordinary man. A man who is cooking in the kitchen. Felt the heart of God. Praise the Lord. Every day? Eh? In the kitchen. I declare that. Hallelujah. When God calls you, you will feel the burden. You might be ordinary like Nehemiah, but you will feel the burden. You can be in the kitchen. You don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be a teacher. Can an ordinary person here tonight can feel the burden of God in the place where you are. That is when you know you are chosen by God. Not a feeling. It is a burden that you feel inside. Somebody was other day was on the watch of giving birth. Just gave birth and said, Pastor, I feel the burden every day. I don't know why, but when I pray in the tongues, it leaves. The person just delivered, but still feeling the burden. That's the sign that God has called you. Another man, a great man of God, a pastor in America, he said, I was backsliding and I went to a pub to drink while I'm drinking a cup of beer. I couldn't because I was feeling the burden of God. Come on somebody tonight. When God chosen you, it doesn't matter. You might be an ordinary man. You might be even backsliding. But you will feel the burden of God where you are in the place where you are. It is the only sign. It is one of the signs that I am set about unto God. I recognize the calling. Today, you know why? We think we have to get a mic to feel the burden. No. Anybody who does not feel the burden when he did not have a mic will not feel the burden when he has the mic. Hallelujah. I you feeling the burden? Manishya. I like it. In New Testament it says, ordinary man, oh man of God, Timothy, you mere mortal man, still you are chosen by God. You might not be like prophet 
Elijah or Elisha or Moses, you might be a young Timothy, yet because of the anointing that is residing, because of the grace of God, I'm calling you a man of God. He was young. He was fearful. He was intimidated. He was like one of you. He had a normal natural son. Hallelujah. People in the Bible were not heroes of faith starting. They were not born heroes of faith. They had more problems with you. Today when we sit in the presence of God, we think we are doing God a favor. Never think like that. You know why? People who are sitting with Swamiji's, people who are more intelligent and more rich and more, hallelujah, responsibilities. People who sit with Swamiji's, sit from morning to evening and they think they are doing something for God, not a favor to God. Only the born again believers think that they are doing some favor to God, sitting for three hours. You are doing nothing. It's good, but don't think that we have upgraded to business class. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May you recognize that you are called today. May you recognize the man of God inside of you. Hallelujah. May God open your eyes. The Bible says that may the eyes of your heart be enlightened. To know the hope of your calling. May your eyes be enlightened tonight. That you are not an ordinary man. There is an anointing residing inside of you. There is a calling in the eyes of heart of you. May your eyes be opened. Hallelujah. You are not called. Hallelujah. To live your life as an ordinary man. There is an anointing inside of you. The moment you recognize it. The moment. Hallelujah. You will move into another realm. Move into supernatural realm. Move into greatness. Move into glory. Move into power. Move into giftings. Move into hallelujah. Something that an ordinary man can't do move into experiences move into creativity move into ideas move into winning souls come on somebody tonight if there is a witness inside of you lift your hands and give praise and glory in the house of god hallelujah people who recognize their calling they have a concern automatic concern for whom for the house of god for god's people you don't need to teach them they have a concern amen he was sad. He was crying in the kitchen. He was telling the king, King, why are your countenance sad? He said, how can I be happy when my people, when the walls of Jerusalem are broken down and my people are taken into captivity and how, how can I be sit here, hallelujah, and do my job in the presence of the king? There is a burden. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When God selects you, my God, you know which God goes with you. Nehemiah chapter 1. Number second point. The second blessing. Of the one God calls. God selects. The second blessing. Is. The revelation of who goes with you. The revelation of who God. Who goes with you. Nehemiah chapter 1 and the fifth verse. Nehemiah chapter 1 and the fifth verse. And I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments. O great and awesome God. Nehemiah 4.14 And I looked and arose and said to the nobles, to the leaders, and to the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, awesome, great and awesome, and the fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your house. Remember the Lord great and awesome who fight for your brother and your sons, your daughters, your wives and your houses. 
Who goes with you? Great and awesome God. Don't be afraid to step out for God. Because you are going to connect to the revelation of a great and awesome God. Who is the great and awesome God? Who fights for your families. Who fights for your house. Who fights for your wives. Who fights for your sons. Who fights for your daughters. Who fights for your generation. Who remember the great and awesome God. Hallelujah. Somebody here tonight who love your houses. He fights for your houses. He fights for your spouses. He fights for your sons. He fights for your daughters. His name is great and awesome God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He did not magnify the great problems, but he magnified a great and awesome God. Psalm 40, 16 says, People who seek him always magnify the Lord continually. Paul said in his need, he did not magnify his problem. He said, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches. He magnified the one who supply. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Nehemiah, when everything was broken down, he magnified. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He is great and awesome God. You have to declare over your life. He is great and awesome God. Because you are called by God. Because you are a man of God. The great and awesome God fights for your battles. Hallelujah. My God, it's not a stress, it's magnifying. The other day I was listening to a pastor, a Brahmin, whose father is still in, in our Kerala background. His father is still one normal working man, a man who works in our estates. People sometimes come to dig holes. A normal, what, what do you call them? The daily wages worker, his father, even today. And not when you say daily wages in Bangalore. Maybe in, in Kerala you'll get 400 rupees, 450 rupees per day. He's saying as a pastor, before we, we were born as believers, but when I was growing up at ninth standard, I did not have money to study. So I used to go to sell papers, 167 papers he used to put every day. He used to go, rest of the time, he used to go and work in the rubber estate. The most tedious job is to uh, put the rubber sheets to get it dried. It, it, it is a room with smoke. Heat, heat, very, I mean, it, 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 it's, the temperature inside the room is so high that hardly very few people can take those. He said, as a young boy, I used to do it. But... One day, one man of God came and said, Today, you are selling the newspaper of the world. Tomorrow, you will be a newspaper unto Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And because at that time, he took that word in, rather than looking at, hallelujah, selling rubber sheets and selling papers, he took that word in. Today, he's one of the young people who is traveling across the nations of the world. God using him mightily. Hallelujah. There is power in his word. Take hold of what God gave you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. rubber sheet. Hallelujah. Are you here tonight, church? The great and awesome God. You see the giants? 
But when you serve a great and awesome God, you don't even notice it. You don't know, notice its heights because you've seen an awesome God. When you've seen an awesome God, how can a giant pride himself in its height? He can be proud. That's why Caleb and Shaw said, our land is good. God is with us. How many of you have said that? Our land is good. Bangalore is good. This city is good. Our land is good. God is with us. Let's go and conquer. How many of you tell yourself, look it in the mirror and say, our land is good. You are a man of God. You can conquer it. How many of you, some of you need to go. I was looking as I was receiving this word. I was looking at the mirror and said, you are a man of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can conquer this land. The land is good. God is with us. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Don't just listen to a word that says, Apokarya. Let me, hallelujah, put my head in the right direction. Let me pull myself. Hallelujah. You have to say, hallelujah. He's serve an awesome God. Hallelujah. Giants are only given to you just to appreciate what God has kept for you. No, you didn't get that. Giants are only in the way so that you can compare what great blessing God. Come on, somebody tonight. Oh, praise the Lord. Are you with me, church, tonight? Have God's burdens with you. And have a great and awesome God with you. Right people will come. Right provisions will come. The kings came to help Nehemiah. High people will come. High provision will come. Oh, come on somebody. Hallelujah. Say, high people will come. High provision will come. Velia Makala and Dadu Velia Avishangal Kartava Narathitirum, Velia Hala Nanma and the Jiva Tilverum, Deva Tinde, Maha Alpuda Shakti in the Mel Viaberigum. When you serve a great and awesome God, Hallelujah, glory to God. A high God, high people. Hallelujah. Unbelief will always make you see what you don't have, but faith makes you see what you have and who you are. When you see the awesomeness of God, he did not see his limitations of being a cup bearer. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing? The Lord is sending the man and he's, the king is saying, you go and build the walls of Jerusalem. He's not an engineer. He's a cup bearer. He's a kitchen man. But he did not see the lack of engineering in him. He saw the anointing in him. The walls were already built. He is asked to go and construct the walls back. If it was a first time wall, you could have said, I'm a, I'm a unique constructor. But this is already built. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It is already built. Jerusalem was already built. But he did not see the limitations. He did not see the language of the engineering, but he had a prayer language. Today, you might not have an engineering language to solve. You don't have a psychiatrist language. The wisdom will come forth. Come on, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Greater languages God has given us to the church tonight to build up things. Hallelujah. To build up from ashes. To build up that is broken down. To build up that is no answers. To bring solutions to things that have no answer.
Jesus. We have a language inside. It is called the prayer language. If you have that, pray the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You have an engineering language. You have to say that. Oh, you have to say that. Oh, you have to say that. Oh, you have to say that. ിയോസ്റ്റ്യൂമെന്റ് Amen. The good hand. When you are serving an awesome God, there is a good hand. His hand is upon you. Hallelujah. He understood. It's a door now for me to do something. He sensed through the good hand. There is a door that is open now. There is a door that has opened right now. He recognized it. He understood there is a door now. This is my chance to enter. This is my chance to see the breakthrough. This is my... He recognized the door. Oh, come on somebody. Most of us miss out on the blessing. Not because there is not a door. Because we not recognize the door. He sensed the door. Mark 2. there were people who did not find a door they were carrying a paralytic man there was not a door but they sensed we can open up a door through the roof come on come on somebody hallelujah because a good hand of god was upon them the awesome god showed a door up the roof when there is no solution to the problems look up ah look up look up look up hallelujah number 3 when god chooses you or selects you you will have a supernatural focus when you try to build something for god there will always be obstacles especially the voice of the people five kinds of voice that came to stop him and today know that the lord will shut every voice the lack of time you can go home and read nehemiah 2 verse 1 the bible says they were disturbed when they started together the enemy was disturbed look at me when the church is united the enemy is disturbed when the church is united the enemy is the one who is disturbed and grieved come come on somebody tonight hallelujah amen you want the enemy to be go mad worship and work together worship and work together worship and work together look at two people and say worship and work together aaradhikkuva kartavane sevikkuva aaradhikkuva a sevikkuva aaradhikkuva a sevikkuva a worship a work worship in the seed worship encourage come on somebody tonight that's how they did it nehemiah 419 says they always praised keep praising then i said to the nobles the rulers and the rest of the people the work is great and extensive oh and we are separated far from one another to the wall i that word is but one of the words when you read that fourth chapter it says they praise the lord hallelujah you can go home with a lack of time i'm not taking it they praise the lord in between the work they would praise the lord because it was a great and extensive work we cannot get strength without keep praising him worshiping him hallelujah 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Number two, Nehemiah 4.4 says, They mocked us, laughed us, scorned us. People will, the second voice, the first voice is the, the voice of disturbance. Disturbing voices will come. Number two, they mock you. They'll say, oh, you are young. Next time when you, somebody say you are too young, tell them that it's a young person who killed Goliath. You are a they will mock you if you are following the Lord. Why are your finances like this? If you are following the Lord, what happened to your marriage? They will insult you. If you are following the Lord, why are you looking so fearful? The people will question you. They will put a lens onto you. They scrutinize you. But what will you do? They insult, we forgive. They insult, we forgive. Look at somebody. They insult, we forgive. And that's called supernatural focus. They insult, we forgive. That's focus. They insult, we forgive. That's supernatural focus. They insult, we forgive. They insult, we forgive. That's supernatural focus. And we see an awesome God in the midst of it. Hallelujah. Nehemiah 4, 1 to 3. The third voice. They were furious, angry, inflamed with wrath. They'll be angry with you. When people get angry with their, you and put you down, what they don't recognize it, God is seeing it. The Bible says, God sent the water. When you read Exodus, God sent that water because of the trouble they brought, because of the insult they brought to Israelites. God drowned them. Praise the Lord. God will not allow anyone. Bible says vengeance is mine. God will not allow anyone to touch God's people. Hallelujah. They said feeble Jews, no strength. Where is your strength to be? And where is your strength to become what God wants you to be? Where is it? Hallelujah. They prayed. Prayer always brings strength. That's why we are going to have three days of prayer and fasting. Prayer always, focus always brings strength. Don't miss it. Make a way. Hallelujah. The supernatural deliverance is going to be three weeks, three days of deliverance. Come prepared. Seeking the face of God. Supernatural deliverance are going to come to your mind and your body and your finances. Hallelujah. In the three days. Hallelujah. All these voices are going to be shut out from our lives. Hallelujah. Number four, the Bible says they're ridiculed, laughing and scorning. And number five, the Bible says in Nehemiah 4, they're troubled. You know why people trouble you? To take your peace, to take your joy. They don't want to enjoy the work that you have. They don't enjoy the property. They'll put a case. They don't want to enjoy the blessing. They'll say something against you. They'll bring a hallelujah. Some kind of accusation. But Elijah, Elijah, I mean Nehemiah, hallelujah. The very word means God comforts. He was comforted by God. Today, hallelujah, amidst all the voices of the enemy, may you be supernaturally comforted by the Holy Spirit. The comfort of the Holy Spirit. Nehemiah Hallelujah. Are you with me? And the fourth blessing. 
when God select you. Nehemiah 6, uh, the verse that we read, Nehemiah 5 and the 19th verse. Nehemiah 5 and the 19th verse. He completed, everybody say completed, in 52 days. Not Nehemiah 5, 5, 19, which was the 6, 15, yeah. He completed. The wall was completed. Hallelujah. Wall was completed. How many days? 52 days. There are some completions. Whatever God starts a completion in the next two months. I am praying tonight. The Bible says in John 4.15, 4.35 if I am right. It says don't say, don't say there are four more months. Look now, the harvest is ready. This is August, September, October, November, December. Don't say four more months. Don't say next new year. Look at, lift up your eyes. Your redemption is near. Your harvest is now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, your harvest. Come on, somebody receive it. Our harvest is now. Our harvest is now. Don't say four more months. Lift up your eyes tonight. It's a lie of the enemy. May that lie be broken. Your miracle is now. Tonight, open your eyes and see it. Hallelujah. When he selects you, he will finish work. The Bible says he started with great distress but finished with great joy. Some of you might have started your work with great distress, you had challenges and voices amidst, but you will, the day will come. You will finish with great joy. Hallelujah. What did he finish? Walls. Walls in the Bible speaks about security. Isaiah 67. Isaiah 67. Number fifth blessing is the blessing of the walls. The blessing of security. To the one God has called you. The blessing of security. The fifth blessing of God. God selects you. What is the wall in the Bible? Isaiah 67. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered to, together to you. The rams of hmm. Nepoth shall minister to you. And they shall ascend with acceptance on my altar. And I will glorify the house of my glory. You can continue reading Isaiah 60. Where is the, my praise? Shall be the gate and walls of salvation. The sons of foreigners shall build up your walls ah. and the kings shall minister to you. Ah. For in my wrath I struck you, but in my favor I have had mercy on you. Which is that verse? Ten. Tenth verse, yes. Yeah. The sons of your foreigners shall build up your walls and the king shall minister to you. For in my wrath I struck you, but in my favor I have found mercy on you. Therefore your gate shall be opened continually. The wall of your salvation how do I protect that wall? Through praise. What is the wall of your salvation? Your identity. Your saved thoughts. Say I'm saved. You're not saved. Say I'm saved. Saved. What is the wall of salvation? Having the knowing the inheritance through Jesus Christ. Knowing that I'm saved. Knowing that I'm not condemned. Not walking in condemnation. It's a security. When you know. If you chumma sit there. The devil will put voices. But when you serve God. Hallelujah. 
There is a wall. The security, the first wall is the wall of salvation. You have to keep reminding yourself who you are in God. Only then you can serve effectively. Hallelujah. Number two. Exodus 14. 22nd was the wall of separation. The walls of separation. When Egyptians, Israelites went out of Egypt. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground. And the waters were a wall to them on their right hand on, and on their left. There were darkness on the Egyptians. And the Bible says the water became a wall and they went on the midst of them. Amen. What is this wall? The wall of separation. The wall that makes the devil in darkness. When the devil is in darkness, he will open up a way for us. Your people are shouting. Hallelujah! And the devil in the darkness, Egyptians, does not know what they are shouting. Later they saw a big way open. This wall separates you so that you can safely discover your way and walk through that way. The devil will be shown after you crossed. Praise the Lord. While you are just finishing, hallelujah, the devil will open and say, ah. It's a wall of separation. That's what happened. With, that's why we go through waters of baptism. We are saying ta to the devil. We are blinding the devil. But when they walked, they walked together. Israelites walked together under their cloud. You have to walk together for the devil to be blinded. Family, husband and wife and children walk together. The devil will be blinded. Pastor of the church walk together. The blindness will come on the devil. They walk together. Ah, 1 John 1 7 is a miracle verse. If we walk in the light, he's in the light. It's a miracle verse. We have fellowship with one another. The blood of Jesus will cleanse us from all sin. Hallelujah. When you are walking together, praise the Lord. It's a miracle verse. The enemy will be blinded. When we have fellowship with one another, the enemy will be blinded. Hallelujah. Come on. When we don't envy each other, or when we don't backbite each other, when we don't uncover each other, the enemy will be blinded. Come on somebody tonight. Walking together is always a miracle road. Have that perspective tonight. Psalm 133 is a miracle psalm. There he commanded life and blessing. Where? In the miracle road where they were together. If you, any epistle from Romans, Corinthians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Thessalonians. Growth always comes. Acts of the Apostles always come in unity. Peter and John went together into the temple and the miracle came. Ah, praise the Lord. There is no miracle for the one who is an island. The one who is walking alone is selfish, self-centered and James 4 says, his prayer shall not be answered. He can ask, but God won't answer him. Ah. Because he is for his own pleasure. Are you with me, church, tonight? Oh, powerful. Number three, wall of fire. Third wall is a wall of protection. Amen. Wall of protection. If you don't have protection, look at the woman with the issue of blood. She had prolonged problems, lack of protection. 
12 years of problems lack of protection life breaking down health breaking down 12 years different doctors help breaking down some somewhere the, the that you are not under the protection lost all money financial breakdown not under the protection breaking down people when you are protected by god this kind of breakdown won't happen you have to Zechariah 2:5 says the wall of fire be around us and God the glory which is within you might not have a natural wall but supernatural wall how do you get back into protection the bible says she touched she touched she had a revelation by prayer hallelujah she had a revelation come on somebody tonight you want that protection it is through revelation hallelujah when you sit in prayer you have to touch the hem of his garment and you have to release your life into that protection he who dwells in the shelter of the most high god come on he who dwells in the shelter of the most high god who abides in the shadow of the almighty he say of him my refuge and my fortress it is through prayer the revelation comes Zechariah the book of the prophet has come and prophesy There is something called the discipline of prayer Romans 12 1-2 And there is something called the impact of prayer Somebody read it. Romans 12 12 sorry Romans 12 12 Faithful in prayer the bible says faithful in prayer so discipline of prayer steadfast in prayer But there is something called the impact prayer John 15 24 read it please Until now you have asked nothing in my name ask and you will receive that your joy may be full see that's impact impact prayer is when you ask something and god has to answer you both are important but i would ask the church to get into the impact prayer what is an impact prayer there is a moment in your prayer maybe here where you know god wants you to have it and you beg it it's impact you that that moment is there when you that experience when you when you know he, he is just stretching his hand that moment you know you i can ask and i can get it it's an impact prayer even every day when you get up there is a moment in that prayer rabadios kuruda rabara the discipline of prayer is good you should have it every day but there is a moment there some people have a discipline but they never get into these moments just to tell pastor i prayed for one hour i mean thank god you prayed for one hour that's a discipline but the moment is there that's where you act access by faith hallelujah his faith comes into you that moment you don't even have the faith but his faith you know it's done so the key into getting god's heart is prayer Amen. 
ദൈവത്തിന്റെ ഹൃദയത്തിന്റെ അകത്തോട്ട് കേറുന്നത് പ്രാർത്ഥനയെ കൂടെയാണ് അതുകൊണ്ടാണ് നമ്മൾ അടുത്ത മൂന്ന് ദിവസം സൺഡേ മൺഡേ ട്യൂസ്ഡേ വി ആർ പ്രേയിങ് these are the blessings that follow you this is the best blessing that keeps stirring you up don't forget remember you are a man of god these blessings can be exercised can be released tonight hallelujah let's close our eyes in prayer